Good morning again. It is awesome to see everybody this morning. As we begin, again, we had a wonderful Ash Wednesday service, and as we go into Lent, I am just honored to be here and celebrate this time with you. And this morning, we're going to talk about uh, the temptation of Jesus in a moment. We're going to relate it to how we're all tempted and how we battle those temptations. Um, I know that uh, as we go through, we are tempted with different things. And we're all weak without... uh, If we go alone, we're all weak. I know I'm better because of a couple of things. One's Rhonda, the other's Abby. Amen. (laughs) They've kept me straight for a long, well, they've tried to keep me straight for a long time. And for the most part, they've done a pretty decent job holding me up. I'm blessed with a wonderful family, wonderful church family. But without my relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm nothing. That's what I want us to focus on this morning, is we're all important to each other. This church is important. Our fellowship is important. But without Jesus, we're going to have some struggles. I'm going to start out, I'm going to read some scripture. I'm going to read Luke. I'm going to read chapter 4. I'm going to read the first 13 verses. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days. And when he finished, the devil said, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led up Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given up to give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on a high pinnacle. Throw yourself down from here. He will command his angels concerning you to protect you. They will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot. Jesus answered him. It is said, do not put the Lord your God to test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until a more opportune time. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this scripture, Lord. Just thank you for... uh, for always being near, Lord, when we need you. Lord, thank you for uh, sending your Son to be our perfect example. 
Lord, for being that atonement for us. Thank you for having him live a perfect life. Lord, ultimately thank you for taking our sins to the cross. Lord, I just pray as, as we study this lesson, Lord, that your words speak through me. Lord, each person here and each person listening online may receive the message that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Temptation, Scripture, and the cross. Temptation, Scripture, and the cross. Have you ever been tempted? I know I have. I know I am. And thank God I know what to do when I am tempted. But sometimes I fall short. I don't know if you all do or not, but I assume, you, being human beings, that you also fall short. And there's a plan for when we fall short, too. But today it's no coincidence that if you look at the lectionary, this is the lectionary scripture. It's kind of traditional as we look into Lent that the first thing we do is look at Jesus in the wilderness. You see, this is a great way to prepare us for that hallelujah moment on Easter Sunday morning. To look at how Jesus was tempted and overcame those temptations for us. Again, it's a 40-day walk that we're, we're going to walk as Christ walked them. We're going to be tempted. And praise the Lord, we have Christ as an example as we begin this 40-day walk, this message this morning, I'm, I'm going to make three points. And I want us to reflect on these points as we examine this scripture. The first one is, we need to realize our own temptations. We need to realize where we're weak. And we need to realize, too, even though that we are Christians, we've accepted the Lord and said, we're still going to be tempted. The second point I want to make is that when we are tempted, that we rely on Scripture. And we rely on our relationship with Jesus to battle that temptation or those temptations. And finally, again, we battle those temptations with Scripture, and we look to the cross. We look to the cross, and we remember that sacrifice that Jesus made for us. So again, temptation, Scripture, and the cross. That's what I want us to think about as we walk these 40 days. As we walk these 40 days with each other, heading towards the cross and ultimately the resurrection. You see, the first step is realizing that we do deal with temptation. We deal with temptation every day. There's things that we may not like. We may not like to be tempted. We don't like to be tempted, but there's some temptations that are really attractive. 
aren't they? There are some temptations that although we have this relationship that really look attractive to us because we're still human as well. So we've got to be prepared to battle. We've got to be prepared to battle Satan when he comes at us with these temptations because he knows our weaknesses too. If you think about your weaknesses, you think about what you're tempted with, Satan knows those as well. And that's what he's going to come. That's what he's going to come for when he comes after you. You see, being a Christian is difficult. It's a long journey. I've told you that before. Being a Christian is a long journey. Eternity is a long time. Eternity is so long we can't imagine it. It's being finite beings, we cannot imagine something that never ends. But what I want us to focus on, when we enter this relationship with, with Jesus Christ, our eternity begins right now. That eternity begins right now, but that doesn't mean that Satan's not going to tempt us. We've got to rely on, when we're tempted with physical things, we've got to rely on spiritual solutions. When we're tempted with spiritual things, we've got to rely on spiritual solutions. Because I'm telling you, you cannot battle spiritual temptations with physical means. You can't battle. You can't battle infinite problems with finite solutions. We're dealing with eternity here. And the only way to battle these temptations is by eternal means. The Bible. Our relationship with Jesus. These things that are going to last forever. Again, being a Christian can be difficult. Being tempted is a part of being a human being. The first thing we need to realize when we're tempted is we're not alone. We have Christ right there with us. Christ himself is with us. As a matter of fact, Christ was tempted. It's not a sin to be tempted. I know it's not a sin to be tempted because Christ lived a perfect life and he was tempted, but he overcame those temptations. And through Christ, we can too. You see, before Christ ever preached a sermon, before he healed a single person, he was taken aside and tempted by Satan. Other times when we're tempted, if you back up one chapter, it's going to tell you that Jesus had just been baptized. And he was tempted before he entered his earthly ministry. I'm telling you, sometimes when you're wanting to do the right things, when, the Satan, when Satan comes at his hardest, when you decide, hey, I'm going to live for the Lord starting this moment on, Satan doesn't stop coming for you. We've got to rely on the Lord even more then. Because he'll come at you when things are really bad and you're really low, or even when you're on that mountaintop, he'll still come at you. Again, because he knows your weaknesses. He knows our wants and desires. He knows the things to tempt us with. Some of those temptations, again, look pretty attractive, too. Some of them look to be things that we want, that every human wants. Matter of fact, that's how Satan tempted Christ. He tempted him with things that were appealing to Christ. He tempted him by, by offering to turn a rock into bread. You see, Jesus wanted to feed the hungry. He wanted everybody fed. Satan tells him, Jesus, look to these rocks at your feet. You can make bread for yourself and for the world. 
Scripture, follow me. What harm is it? You can feed people. But Jesus was strong. He knew the eternal ramifications. Again, when we're tempted, we don't look for temporary satisfaction. We've got to look for the eternal, eternal ramifications of our sin, the things that last. You see, Christ desperately also wanted to help the oppressed. He wanted to help the oppressed. He still wants to help the oppressed. And Satan tempts him the second time with control over all the kingdoms. He said, I'll give you control over all the kingdoms. Again, what harm will it do? Satan basically told me, you can govern them any way you want to. Here's your control. And the third thing that Christ desperately wanted was for people to stop their religious centered practices and enter a relationship. So the third temptation the third temptation was tempting Jesus to test God, to test the Father. Just lay down and worship me, Satan says. Just worship me and all these things will be taken care of. You see, Satan used the very things that Christ truly wanted to tempt him with. And he made it look attractive and easy. You see, when Satan tempts us, he makes it look attractive and easy as well. You see, Christ had the choice, had a choice to make. And praise the Lord, he chose us. Praise the Lord, he chose the will of the Father. And he realized why he came. You see, the second part that I want to talk about this morning is how we battle these temptations. And our example is Jesus. When he battled these temptations, Christ turned to the Scripture for his strength. Man does not live on bread alone, but by every word of God. He battled Satan through God's word. You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. We can't serve two masters. We can't serve Satan and serve the Lord. There's no way. You cannot test the Lord your God. And by battling with Scripture and prayer and relying on His relationship with the Father, Jesus was able to resist those temptations. To say it was easy, you might say, well, it's easy. Jesus is God, but He is fully divine but he was also fully human. He had wants and needs and desires just like any human being. But again, he knew his relationship with God. He knew his place, and he knew his purpose. But just like you and I, those temptations had to look, to look attractive to him. But again, he knew, he knew his purpose. That's the third point I want to make, is that Jesus knew why he was here. Jesus knew his purpose. He knew that his mission, his purpose was more important than anything Satan can offer him. No matter how attractive it looks, his purpose was to overcome these desires. You see, he knew he came 
for a more eternal purpose. The thing Satan offered him had an ending. They were all physical things. But Christ knew his purpose was eternal. He knew his purpose was going to last forever. And he could not let sin distract him from carrying out the purpose that the Father had sent him for. You see, that's why he came. He came to overcome sin. I want to ask you a question right now, and this is a rhetorical question. So no need to confess at this moment. We can do that later. No, this is a rhetorical question, but I want you to think about how Satan tempts you. How Satan tempts you. Again, we all have things that we're tempted by, and some of them look really attractive. But what does it look like in your life? These temptations... How do we know? How do we know what we're battling? How do we know these temptations are not good for us? The way we know is to keep in relationship with Jesus Christ, to keep in relationship with the Father, to keep reading His Word. And we know by hearing His voice. We know by hearing what we're asked to do, whether it comes from God or somebody else. You see, Christ knew his father's voice. He knew what Christ or what his father had sent him for. You see, we need to hear, we need to recognize the father's voice. When we're battling, when we're battling temptation, we need to know what the father's voice sounds like. We need to know what it's like to walk with Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus knew scripture. The sad thing is, if you notice, Satan knew scripture too. Satan also used Scripture. But Jesus knew by what he was asked to do that it was not coming from the Father. We've got to be in that fellowship with the Father through Jesus Christ so we can battle these temptations. What would it have hurt to turn some stone into to, to bread? He was hungry. There were hungry people in the world. What would it have hurt? He could have fed himself. He could have fed others. Again, Christ knew what it was like to be hungry. But again, he knew his eternal purpose. That's the way he was able to battle it. But the pull of temptation is mighty. It's powerful. And sometimes we underestimate it. Don't underestimate the power of sin. We've got to constantly be on watch. Watching our heart. You see, we need to realize our temptations... As when, we were temp- when we're tempted, we need to realize what those temptations are. And finally, we know, need to know that we can't face these temptations alone. When we're tempted, we need to pray and we need to read Scripture. When we're tempted, we must rely on Christ's example. That's what Christ did. We must rely on Scripture. We must rely on the Holy Spirit being in us. And we must rely on that relationship with Jesus. And we must follow His example. You see... Satan tempts us with things that look attractive, and we have choices to make. And to be able to make good choices, we have to fight Satan with Scripture. We have to use God's Word 
and our relationship with Jesus Christ and being filled with the Holy Spirit to battle these temptations. You see, we're never alone. When we're walking, we are never alone. Sometimes we feel lonely, but Christ is always there. The Holy Spirit is always inside of us. That's how we fight temptation. But we're human beings. Despite how hard we try, we're not perfect. Sometimes we give in to temptation. Being humans, we will. Having this relationship with Jesus Christ does not give us a, a license to, to give in to temptation, but when we do fall to Satan's ploys, we have atonement for that through what Jesus Christ did for us. So when we do fall short, we need to repent. We need to repent. We need to stop what we're doing. We need to fall on our knees Ask God for forgiveness and turn away from that sin. We need to turn away from that sin, whatever sin it may be, and we need to walk right back towards the cross. Jesus came for a purpose. And that purpose was not lacking of pain. He was tempted. Eventually, he felt the pain. He felt the punishment of our sin. For the sin of the people who had, were walking the earth at that time and the sin of the people that were going to come. He died for my sin. He died for your sin. Again, he lived that perfect life. He resisted temptation. And he suffered for you and me. You see, that's why Christ came to earth. That's why Christ resisted sin. That's why Christ died on the cross. That's why Christ took our sins to the grave and left them there. And that's why he rose again on the third day. That's his purpose. That is Christ's purpose. And that's why he's still alive today. You see, praise God, he took my sins away. Praise God, he took them to the grave. Praise God, he rose again on the third day, but he left my sins behind. You see, that's why I must live for him. That's my purpose. My purpose is to live for him. My purpose is to tell other people about him. That's why I've got to rely on Christ my example. That's why I've got to read scripture and realize what my purpose is. You see, that's my purpose. That's why I'm here. My purpose is to tell other people about the loving, forgiving relationship of Jesus Christ. My purpose is to tell people that they're never alone. Once they enter that relationship with Jesus Christ, they're holy and they're filled with spirit. They're never alone again. Again, my purpose is to praise and worship him. But what we have to remember is Satan won't give up. He won't give up. He's still going to tempt us. So we still need to rely on Scripture. We need to rely on our relationship with Jesus. And that's what we need to remember during Lent. During Lent, we need to remember that no matter what we're tempted with, we're never alone. No matter what we've done, Jesus still loves us. He still died for us. Again, I can't look into your eyes or any person's eyes that I've ever seen and look into the eyes of somebody that Jesus didn't die for. He died for you. 
If it had only been you, he would have made the same sacrifice. That's how much he loves us. That's our purpose. To realize that through a relationship with Jesus Christ, we can have that eternal life. You see, Jesus didn't take the easy road. He didn't give in to temptation. He knew that it was temporary. He took the hard road. He resisted temptation. You see, we need to remember the truth when we walk these 40 days. And the truth is we're going to be tempted. But the truth is, again, we're never alone. We're never alone. When we're battling that temptation... We always have Scripture. We always have Jesus. We always have the Holy Spirit living within us. And when we do fall short, we need to repent. But all of our purposes are to live that relationship with Jesus Christ, to become more like Him every day, and to tell others about Him. That's why we're here. That's why this church is here. That's why each one of you are here. We're created to worship Him. We're created to offer others the same good news that we've received. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, uh, for walking every step with us. Lord, thank you for sending your Son. Thank you for sending your Son, Lord, to, to pay the price that I couldn't pay. Lord, I just pray for each person here, each person that may be listening online, Lord, that uh, as they walk these 40 days, Lord, that they, they, they keep their eyes on the cross, they read the Scripture, they stay in prayer, and Lord, they live their life to, to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen.